0: A gentle wind rustled the leaves over his head. Mohan paused and waited for the sporadic breeze to die down. Still, no sounds issued from the glade, except an occasional snort from the horse. He stood motionless. A faint trace of roast meat and smoke tinted the air, a painful reminder that he'd not eaten when he broke camp hours before. Not that he had much to sink his teeth into, But denying reality took an edge from his hunger. The wind picked up again and he continued into the clearing, making no noise in the quiet night. He paused again as the trees thinned. Caution keeps thieves alive. Mohan smiled. It had been one of his grandpa's favorite sayings. By the faint starlight and embers from a fire, he could see the silhouette of a horse on the near side of the clearing and across from the fire pit, a still form under a dark blanket. The darkness softened. He glanced toward the sky, almost hidden by interlaced branches and dense leaves. It would be dawn soon. Still, Mohan listened a moment more, picking up the even breaths from under the blanket before stepping into the clearing, his ears primed for any noise, but careful not to look in the direction of the sleeper. "'The eyes have magic,' his father used to say. "'If you rest them on your mark, they will betray your presence.' Appreciation for the horse before him grew as he neared. It was a first-class animal with excellent proportions. No blemishes he could see, and a lustrous coat that picked up the faint glow of the moon. He glanced quickly and added female to his assessment. Whoever was under the blanket took good care of his animal— a tradition Mohan would follow. Wide, intelligent eyes followed his advance. Arms outstretched, he neared the mare's head, letting her grow accustomed to his scent. She nuzzled his hand as though looking for a treat. Mohan ran his other hand down her neck toward her legs. She was hobbled. He hesitated, debating whether or not to keep the hobble intact, and decided against it. He didn't know how much noise the mare would make if he attempted to remove the coiled rope from her legs. With care, he withdrew his knife to cut the cord, already plodding the course to his next destination, riding in style. Before he registered his knife flying from his hands into the brush, cold metal lay against his throat. Now that's really not very friendly, is it? When the man froze, Elithra changed her stance, prepared for a sudden movement. Get up, thief. Nice and easy. Elythra shifted her feet as the man stood. He was at least a head taller than she was, not thin, but just shy of it. Her knife steady at his throat, she reached under his coat to the buckle that held a scabbard to his belt. He smelled of the woods in summer, a tad musty, but cleaner than most. A nice change from the traders she'd been traveling with. Elythra resisted the urge to linger a moment, And enjoy the scent, and instead released the buckle and kicked his sword toward her bedding. He made a noise low in his throat. Like your sword, do you? Now walk slowly to the fire. The man moved toward the embers, his neck tense, but not taking his gaze off her. Even with a knife at his throat, he had the hint of a swagger and the smooth movements of a seasoned fighter. His eyes gleamed in the faint light. He wasn't scared, despite the metal pressed against his neck. Respect for him grew. Who are you? And why shouldn't I kill you? Elithra asked when they'd reached the scant light from the embers. If you meant to kill me, you already would have. His voice was smooth and even. She was right. Not a trace of fear. Nothing so annoying as an arrogant thief. The faint light of the coals highlighted the sharp angle of his cheekbone and long, straight nose and strong jaw. Don't get cocky. I might still, given enough reason. She increased the pressure of the knife against his skin, not enough to draw blood, but she knew he'd feel the blades bite. Then, milady, I give you no reason. It's not often I met a woman of your charms. His gaze roamed her body she was suddenly aware she only wore a thin shirt and leggings. He's trying to distract me. Despite her words of caution, her cheeks warmed. Damn it, men never affected her like this.